I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we travel to an island of the coast of Japan to meet a race of people who live for a century. We already have one of the longevity secrets present in our lives. We just need to tap into it a lot more than we actually do. Daniel, a young Italian kid from New Jersey, moves to California and gets bullied. With the aid of his apartment building's maintenance man, Mr. Miyagi, Daniel learns to stand up for himself against the bullies while learning about focus, balance, and digging deep into his heart. If you spent a significant part of your childhood watching reruns of this film, you'd know what I'm talking about. This is the Karate Kid, which has an iconic scene in which the protagonist stands in a karate pose inspired by a crane and wins despite being severely injured. One of the less noted aspects of Mr. Miyagi are his origins. He's portrayed as an Okinawan American. They are people who trace their ancestors to Okinawa, a set of islands which are now a part of Japan. In Okinawa, there is a village called Ogimi. You will find these words inscribed on a small stone marker. At 80, you are merely a youth. At 90, if your ancestors invite you into heaven, ask them to wait until you are 100. Then you might consider it. And by no means should you consider this a myth or a legend of any sort. In a population of 3000 people, there are 15 villagers who are centenarians and 171 are in their 90s even for japan which already has 70000 people aged 100 or over this is a fascinating statistic and curiously okinawans are not alone in the world there has been identified a blue zone where people live long and happy lives these include sardinia in italy nicoya in costa rica ikaria in greece and loma linda in california and if you were to look at each of these places you would find that they have very similar lifestyles one of them of course is food the traditional okinawan diet is nutritionally dense yet calorie poor and that's ideal in fact they ate sweet potato rather than white rice in okinawa up until the 1960s which of course had fewer calories than rice scientists say that if you calorie restrict mammals in a lab they live longer pretty much across the board a persistent energy deficit triggers a self preservation mode you adapt to convert a higher proportion of food into usable energy and turn on enzymes that promote longevity the okinawans have a dietary rule too hara hachibu which says that you should eat until you are 80% full by limiting your intake to near but not quite saturation you are consuming fewer calories but not less than what you need Our brain is about 10 to 20 minutes behind our stomach. So when you stop eating, when you feel 80% full, you are actually full. There's more. Nuchi gusui, which can translate as let food be your medicine, 
sounds rather familiar to us Indians for that is one of the central tenets of Ayurveda too. But the longevity of Okinawans cannot be attributed to diet alone. The secret recipe is the longevity tradition of Muay. These are social support groups that start in childhood and extend into the hundreds. The term originated hundreds of years ago as a means of a village's financial support system. Originally, Muay's were formed to pool the resources of an entire village for projects or public works. If an individual needed capital to buy land or take care of an emergency, the only way was to pool money locally. Today, the idea has expanded to become more of a social support network, a cultural tradition for built-in companionship. Traditionally, groups of about five young children were paired together and it's then that they made a commitment to each other for life. As their second family, they would meet regularly with their Muay for both work and play and to pool resources. Some Muay's have lasted over 90 years. But this isn't about merely chatting, gossiping and passing away time. It's deep support and respect for each other. As one Okinawan lady says, each member knows that her friends count on her as much as she counts on her friends. If you get sick or a spouse dies or if you run out of money, we know someone will step in and help. It's much easier to go through life knowing there is a safety net. In fact, isn't it intuitively true? I am sure each one of you would testify that some of your best friendships were the ones you formed at an early age, either at school or college. Even decades later, they are the people with who we share our most intimate fears and desires. Moai to me echoes the words of the 17th century poet John Donne. No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. Any man's death diminishes me because I'm involved in mankind. And therefore, never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. The pandemic has made it difficult for us to meet our friends. I know I have not done a great job of it myself. But I urge you to find time to connect. Video calls will never replace the warmth of sitting amongst a close circle of friends, getting drunk on the tales of nostalgia and the plans for future meetings. Unknowingly, we have created our own Moais. All we need to do is to invest in them to nurture them. In a bitterly polarized world, it could turn out to be the key to our longevity. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram. 